Welcome to the ADHD Open Space Podcast. My name is Gray Miller, and I will be your host and facilitator as we explore ideas, workarounds, accommodations, and other aspects of being a professional adult with ADHD. Most of this will come from my perspective as a cis white male in his mid-50s, living in the Midwest, who found out a year ago that I've been living with ADHD my entire life. I am not an expert on ADHD, except maybe in not knowing I've had it for half a century and somehow still getting by. But I promise to cite my sources, or at least admit when I'm repeating something I read on the interwebs. If I say anything you don't agree with, you are welcome to call me on it and let me know. This podcast is also part of the lead-up into the first ADHD open space happening in Madison, Wisconsin, on January 20th, 2024. You can learn more about that event both here in the show and at the website ADHDopen.space. The first 30 episodes of this podcast are also being released as part of National Podcast Post Month, not Pod Pomo. That means things might get a little rough, but it's going to be fun. Kind of like ADHD, right? Enjoy the show. Your productivity tools and ADHD hacks are useless unless you have this one thing. I learned the hard way, so maybe you won't have to. By Gray Miller, published on February 28th, 2023 in medium.com. I write a lot about productivity tools and methods. I've written about time management and project planning and habit formation and self-reflection. I've reviewed the things that make these possible, apps and notebooks and timers, and even wrote a book about my favorite form of meditation. I left something very important out. Something that happened in December made me realize that I'd done all my readers a disservice. All this product trivia was worthless without one particular practice. Come with me to the Coliseum in Madison, Wisconsin, just after the Harlem Globetrotters' performance, where I learned this crucial and painful lesson. I was absolutely, 100% positive I had parked my car in this lot. But as I stood there, shivering in the Wisconsin winter, the halogen lights showed everybody else had parked their cars there and were having no trouble finding them. I, on the other hand had been wandering the rows for about half an hour trying to find it. It was a layer cake of self-blame and physical misery. I was tired, cold, my knees hurt. But worse, I was ashamed. I was supposed to be giving my sister, the dance teacher, and my six-year-old nephew a ride home after their triumphant halftime performance with her dance class. I had gotten to be good big brother and cool uncle because she'd been injured by a horse. Yeah, she also works at a ranch. And so I'd offered to be chauffeur. Except now, I was the chauffeur who'd lost the car. I knew that she was waiting as patiently as she could, but I also knew that my nephew was getting really tired and they both needed to go home. I was letting them down. And worse, this situation was all too familiar. I am notorious for forgetting where I park. Once in college, I'd wandered with my best friend through a parking ramp for an hour, trying to find the right stall, only to suddenly stop, look at her, and admit, I think we're in the wrong ramp. 
she's uh, not my best friend anymore. The thing is, I have an iPhone. One of the features of the Maps app is that when you park your car, it drops a pin. This is where you parked, it says helpfully. I had looked at it, seen the little blue dot that was me on the north side of the Coliseum, and it had a little walking trail laid out to the east side where it said my car was. I did not believe it. I had been careful at the end of the game to make sure we retraced our steps, and I was completely positive that I was in the right parking lot. But my car was not there. Priorities. I called my daughter, who'd also been at the game, and she first drove me around the lot a couple times on the off chance I was having some ADHD-related sight blindness towards my car. Nope, it just wasn't there. I got out and asked her to pick up my sister and nephew still waiting at the Coliseum exit so that at least they'd be okay. I resigned myself to the frigid hellscape of the parking lot, wandering among the few cars that were left, getting ready to call the police and report my invaluable... 2014 Prius has stolen. You know how the story ends, I expect. A few seconds after my daughter went to get my sister, she called me. Dad, your car is over in the east lot. I'm looking at it right now. Right where my iPhone said it was. The Maps app told me I could have walked there in two minutes. You have to trust the tool. I had billions of dollars in Apple R&D and the support of hundreds of high-tech global positioning satellites literally at my fingertips, all trying to tell me where I'd parked my goddamn car. And I thought, no, I'm smarter than that. Before you decide a tool doesn't work for you, it's worth asking yourself, am I letting it? The effectiveness of any system is only as good as your willingness to trust it to work. A system only works if you work the system. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the ADHD Open Space Podcast. Again, my name is Gray Miller. If you have any comments or questions about the show, you can feel free to leave them on the podcast page at adhdos.substack.com forward slash podcast. Or you can email me directly, gray, G-R-A-Y, at adhdopen.space. The background music for the intro and outro are from pixabay.com and are called Funny Days Together by Background Music Lab, used under a YouTube content ID license.